0: United Russia. The party of President Vladimir Putin claimed victory in Russia's parliamentary elections this week, while the opposition maintains the results were based on fraud. Concerns about fairness were rampant already in the lead-up to the vote, with opposition politicians largely barred from running, and crucially, heavy restrictions on independent news media. In particular, Russia's so-called foreign agent law has made it significantly more difficult for independent Russian media to operate. My name is Javier Luque, and today, in short, IPI contributor Anna Tearele interviews Galina Timchenko, the editor-in-chief of Medusa, a critical Russian language news outlet labeled as a foreign agent earlier this year. What are the consequences of this law? And most importantly, how can Medusa still do its job?
1: Hello, Ms. Timchenko. Thank you for this interview. Um, could you tell us maybe when uh, was Medusa blacklisted as a so-called foreign agent and what has the effect been from then? Uh, hi. Uh, thank you for the invitation. We were labeled as a foreign agent at the end of April. You know, as far as we know, uh, uh, there were, uh, there were um, the meeting of Security Council of Russia. Uh, where we were put in the blacklist according to the decision of uh, Security Council of country of the country uh, speaking about consequences uh, there are three major consequences uh, first it's the, the main uh, con- my, my main concern is uh, growing personal risks for those of for journalists uh, who are working inside Russia on the field uh, on the ground uh, so uh, they could be labeled as foreign agents personally, and it uh, would change their lives forever. They should uh, report to the Ministry of Justice every three months for every income and every spending from your medicine to the cup of coffee. You should uh, uh, report all this spending, all, one year. (laughs) So, and uh, um, uh, the main concern Uh, journalists who uh, uh, would be or who will be put into this blacklist, uh, any any media who is working with them should uh, mandatory mark their content with these ugly 24 words. Those content was made by foreign agent, and so on, and so on, and so on, and it's forever. You could not be excluded from this list. No, No. Uh, even if uh, the court decided to exclude you, they will left on their website your name and mark that from this date to this date you was... Foreign agent. It is the first, second, we lost almost everything, our revenue, mm-hmm. uh, of our revenue, and started donation campaign with uh, our readers. And the third, and the most painful for the company, for the media, that um, a lot of many, many uh, officials just refused to talk to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, For example, all of uh, Ministry of Defense or uh, FSB or even police, they say, guys, you are foreign agents, I do not want to speak to you. Mm -hmm. So uh, we've lost uh, 10 uh, journalists uh, from our staff because there is no sources. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, everybody refuses to talk to them. So you say you've lost a lot of revenue and you had to let go of a lot of uh, people in your your organization. How has Medusa been able to survive uh, for the rest? You know, uh, I I said during panel discussion on this forum that we uh, called directly for help. Uh, it was something like in uh, Lord of the Rings, Gwander is calling, mm-hmm. <laughs> and we said, "Guys, we have no revenue at all. We had no advertisers, but we have you, our readers. Please help us sell a safe Medusa." And they will. They answered, mm-hmm. "Yeah." And we started a donation campaign during one week. We prepared all uh, necessary tools. And uh, all all these uh, recommendations about GDPR, financial security, so on, so on, so on. So, and started the nation campaign. So, thanks to the readers, uh, readers Medusa is still here. And can you tell us a little bit more about what are the reasons behind this current uh, crackdown on independent and investigative journalism in Russia? Uh, you know, it seems to me it's it's not a uh, one attack or a lot of many attacks but you know it seems to me it's a war it's a war against independent journalism and against um, society civil society because you know there uh, there are too many reasons but I I could mention three of them, maybe. First, uh, uh, Belarus scenario. They scared to death to repeat the Belarus scenario because Russia has 150 uh, a million people in population, not 10, like in Belarus. Uh, so they, they are scared to death not to repeat Minsk scenario. Second is a, a lot of regional Protests, For example, in Russian North, there were regional protests against so-called garbage field, when big cities like Moscow trying to use Russian North, this absolutely, absolutely wild country, as a, a garbage yard for big cities. And in Far East, there were um, protests against uh, changing of local governors, local authorities. So they are scared uh, of uh, those local protests. And the third one, Putin now is forever. Frankly speaking, Premlin don't give a damn about international opinion about themselves, about them, or about their actions. So they are uh, targeting to isolate country and to build some kind of New Berlin Wall. I see. Thanks a lot, Ms. Timchenko, for
0: this explanation. And that's all for today. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel, IPI Press Freedom Podcast, for more on independent media and press freedom around the world. Thank you very much for tuning in.